Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Gammon, and it's Monday, February 19th. On this day in 1945, in the final phases of World War II, the U.S. invaded Iwo Jima. Tens of thousands of troops on both sides took part in the battle, and the U.S. finally declared the island as secure more than a month later. In 1963, author and activist Betty Friedan published The Feminine Mystique, a groundbreaking book describing the dissatisfaction women in America were feeling after World War II. And let's go back for a little history lesson for your trivia question on this Monday. It was on this date in 1807 that a former U.S. vice president was arrested for alleged treason for trying to annex parts of Louisiana and Mexico to establish an independent republic. Do you know which famous political figure it was? I'll tell you in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's have a look at that Monday forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good morning to you. We're starting out our President's Day with chilly temperatures as you head outside. Make sure you grab a coat early today in the 30s. We'll gradually climb through the 40s and 50s and up to around 60 by this afternoon. Finally getting some sunshine back. It will still turn mostly cloudy perhaps at times today. We'll call it partly to mostly cloudy overall with some peaks of sunshine. High today around 60 degrees so up from yesterday. But back down tonight, we'll go down to 37, 63 tomorrow afternoon, 64 on Wednesday. Lots of sunshine in the upcoming days. We do have one small chance of a shower this week. It's on Friday with high temperatures for the weekend in the upper 60s to around 70. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Life 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. The president and CEO of a Charleston-based software company, Blackbaud, was arrested on DUI charges last week. According to jail records, 63-year-old Michael Giannone was arrested during that traffic stop Friday. That night, officers tell us they were patrolling when they noticed an SUV driving with its high beams on, crossing over the fog line and failing to use turn signals. Officers pulled the SUV driven by Giannone over near Palm Boulevard and 10th Avenue. They reported smelling alcohol on his breath. After failing a field sobriety test, we're told Giannone was arrested and booked into the Charleston County Jail, but has since been released on bond. His court date has been set for April 24th. Well, the U.S. Coast Guard says that crews rescued a man who uh, was stuck out in the Winya Bay area. Coast Guard units from uh, Georgetown went out to rescue that man. However, uh, they were unable to get there. A Coast Guard unit from Savannah was then called in to uh, help. They were able to reach him and they got him out. He was then taken to the Georgetown County Airport. All right, switching gears now. February is Career and Technologies Education Month, and the month is dedicated to raising awareness to get students ready for careers and colleges. The Charleston County School District has already started holding some activities throughout the month to do just that. And Tiana Maxwell joins us live in Charleston right now at the West Ashley Center for Advanced Studies. So, Tiana, tell us a little bit more about how students are getting those hands-on skills with trades. 
Sure thing, Shelby. So here at the West Ashley Center for Advanced Studies, the school has a welding program where students can learn the skill as soon as sophomore year. Last week, the students were visited by the Western Welding Academy. A group of welding instructors based out of Gillette, Wyoming, made South Carolina a stop on their nationwide blue-collar tour. The annual tour helps get high school students interested in different trade roles. Andrew Dock is a certified welding instructor at the school and says he thinks the world is understanding just how important trade work is and the need for these roles to be filled. When plumbers are called out, there's less of them now because they're starting to retire. When welders are needed, there's less of them because they're retiring. So as, as a teacher here, my, my goal is to get more workers into the workforce uh, that are prepared and ready for the, for the trades. The tour also introduced other skills like plumbing and automotive work to the students, showing them the true meaning of CTE month. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics says overall employment in the trade areas is expected to grow just as fast as the average for all occupations between now and 2032. Over 600,000 openings are expected on average each year for trade positions because of employment growth and the need to replace workers who leave the line of work permanently. Here at West Ashley Center for Advanced Studies, some students already have a head start for their future. Stick around for 6 o'clock. I'll show you what a certified young pipe builder actually looks like. Reporting live in Charleston, Tiana Maxwell, Life 5 News. All right, Tiana, thank you. This weekend marked the 42nd year of the Southeastern Wildlife Exposition. People from all over, not just here in the Low Country, were a part of it, and they came out to join in on those weekend-long festivities. Fly Five's Carly Baker, she was there at Seawee as it was wrapping up. She has more details on why this event is so important to so many. Thousands of people came out for the last day of the 42nd annual Southeastern Wildlife Exposition on Sunday. Many say this event is special because it is the one big event in Charleston during this time of year that brings thousands of people together across the region and has a big economic impact on the local community. According to Seawee's website, this event brings in around 40,000 people every year and around $33 million in economic impact. So I came out today just to experience the community, be out here with everybody, and sort of experience what we're doing to conserve the environment and what everybody's doing. There's a lot of cool exhibits out here, so able to see all the different stuff is pretty cool. There was something for everyone to enjoy at Seawee. Some of that included live music, exhibitors, animals, artwork, plus delicious food and beverages. It was almost impossible to not see a four-legged friend at the event. There were dogs in the different competitions, such as dock dogs, plus visitors who brought their furry friends along with them. Along with that, there were approximately 500 artists and exhibitors at the event. It was the perfect opportunity for them to spread awareness and connect with the community. If you missed the event this year, the good thing is it's held every single year and anyone can come out to celebrate the outdoors and wildlife. Reporting in downtown, Carly Baker, Live 5 News. Just days away from the Republican presidential primary right here in the Palmetto State, former Governor Nikki Haley continued to make her way across South Carolina this weekend. Now, as part of her Beast of the Southeast bus tour, Haley made stops at Kiowa Island, Irmo, and Rock Hill. The presidential hopeful spoke about border issues, veteran support, and how she's hoping to improve the education system. She also criticized former President Donald Trump for not speaking more forcefully against Russian President Vladimir Putin following the death of Putin critic Alexei Navalny. She also asked if she believes Trump is in some way compromised. Here was her response. 
Why does he always side with dictators? What is it? Why did he go and congratulate the Chinese Communist Party on the 70th anniversary? Why does he write love letters to Kim Jong-un? Why did he go and praise President Xi a dozen times after China gave the world COVID? Why do you do that? We should never praise enemies. Wednesday, Haley will be making her way back to the Low Country with a campaign event in Beaufort. It'll be held at the Henry C. Chambers Waterfront Park on Bay Street starting at 6 p.m. If you're planning to vote early in our state's Republican primary, here's a reminder that the polls are closed today. This is an observance of President's Day. Early voting will pick back up tomorrow and will run through Thursday. Again, Election Day itself is this Saturday. We'll be covering those election results as they come in right here on Live 5 News, so be sure to tune in. And thanks to the South Carolina Election Commission, we're getting a look at some early voting stats. Already more than 95,000 people have cast their ballots through the first six days of early voting. That's almost double the amount of people that cast their ballots in the entire two-week early voting period for the Democratic primary. Horry County leads the state in early votes with more than 13,000 followed by Greenville County and more than, uh, with more than 10,000, and Charleston County with a little bit more than 8,000. For everyone 55 and older, a local transportation service wants to help you out this month. February is Senior Independence Month, and Carter and Tri-County Link are honoring this special community through some services today. And our Autumn Klein joins us live in West Ashley from a Carter bus stop to tell us more about how seniors are, can be taking advantage of these free services today. Good morning to you, Autumn. Good morning, Nick and Shelby. All day today, Carta and Tri-County Link are offering free bus rides to anyone over the age of 55. All you have to do is board and show your ID. This promotion applies for all bus stops and routes in the region. I spoke with Daniel Brock, the regional strategist for BCDCOG, who says that this is all about keeping seniors mobile and introducing them to the public transit services these organizations have to offer, as well as familiarizing them with the CARTA app and most of all, helping them get where they need to go, like grocery stores and doctor's visits. Brock says the senior population is a growing population in the area and they're happy to serve them. He believes a portion of these individuals are dependent on CARTA and Tri-County Link services. Brock says that as the traffic issues continue to increase, he believes the use of public transit can greatly benefit the senior community. Ultimately, we want to keep our region mobile, and uh, a big part of that is keeping our seniors mobile as well. As I mentioned, uh, traffic in the region is getting worse all the time, so this is a way uh, to get folks out of having to drive. Uh, they can conveniently uh, ride our vehicles in safety and comfort and with free Wi-Fi. Uh, so it's a, a lot less stress uh, when you're on a Carta bus uh, than trying to drive down Ashley Phosphate Road at rush hour. Brock tells me that they have several more free senior rides coming up this year and hopes to eliminate any barriers seniors may have to using public transportation. Brock also noted that all buses and facilities are ADA compatible. Live in West Ashley, Autumn Klein, Live 5 News. All right, thanks, Autumn. Well, looking ahead to the State Department of Transportation, they're planning on rebuilding part of the Sawmill Branch Canal Trail in Somerville this week. 
Crews will work on the trail between London Drive and Elizabeth Street Trailhead. It's all part of the larger Berlin G. Myers Parkway project. That first stage begins today and will take about four weeks with weather permitting. Cyclists and walkers will be detoured to an adjacent portion of the newly placed asphalt road, which is open to cars just yet. Century Aluminum is set to unveil its state economic impact study alongside state and local leaders tomorrow. Now, that study will be focusing on job creation and overall impact of Century Aluminum in Mount Holly in the aluminum manufacturing industry in the Tri-County area. The study was prepared by the Darla Moore School of Business at the University of South Carolina. Century's Mount Holly plant says it's invested more than $90 million to expand production, and it's creating some new good-paying jobs. The study will be unveiled tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. at the State House. At the beginning of the show, I told you about a political figure and former vice president who was arrested for treason on this date back in 1807. If you're a fan of the musical Hamilton, then you'll know him. It's Aaron Burr. He would later be acquitted of his treason charges. Celebrating birthdays today, singer Smokey Robinson turns 84. Actor Jeff Daniels turns 69. Singer Seal turns 61, and actress Millie Bobby Brown turns 20. Thank you so much for joining us for Morning Y'all, powered by Life 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great start to your week. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Life 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.